The Shady Hoosier Detective Agency Ghost-Busting Mystery Episode 31 Chapter 31 Harry was happy to have his stereo and big-screen TV back in his apartment, also his bottle of good Kentucky bourbon. All the stuff Candy had stolen from him had been stuffed in the gremlin. He had it all back now. I knew that Candy was putting me on, Harry said. He leaned back in his chair, put his feet up on the desk, and lit a cigarette. He inhaled deeply, then took a shot of bourbon. He loosened his tie, then took another shot of bourbon. Yeah, said Vini. You sure was on top of that one. Darnell and Candy had listed all Harry's stuff on Craig's list, but none of it had moved. I could kind of see why. The whiskey was top shelf, but the rest of the stuff looked like Harry had gotten it at a fire sale at the big lots. Vini said that was because Harry had gotten it at a fire sale at the big lots. We were all moping around the office. We were pretty much back to where we started. Dead broke. No new cases. The guy who owned the gremlin didn't even want the car back. Said we could keep it as a finder's fee. Dickie said he could fix it up, probably sell it for us for a cool thousand over at Sammy Spray's All-American Auto Lot. I couldn't think of anything more All-American than a gremlin. Some hipster was bound to buy it. Everything vintage was hot these days. Everybody wanted the 70s back. Everybody but we oldsters who survived it the first time around. I was in no hurry to bring back the 70s. Pantyhose were big back then. Being tall and lanky, I stumbled around for an entire decade with my crotch down around my knees. Junior had his band equipment back. I reckon that was good. It would have been tragic if the lip lizards had not been able to pluck and twang at Pokey's anymore. We were able to tell Pokey that Darnell was the one who had been stealing the mystery meat and beer from the back room. Not that it helped, but it did get Pokey to put a new lock on the back alley window, and it did earn us free mystery meat sandwiches for the rest of our lives, which, as far as Vini was concerned, was better than cash money. We didn't get much else out of the whole escapade. All we had in the end was the page Darnell had ripped from some book, three golden apples on it. What do you reckon this means? I asked Vini. She shrugged and read the inscription out loud. Under the three apples, not on the tree. On the word of God, that's where the gold will be. Harry took a look. Looks like one of those pages they used to put in the family Bibles. My great aunt had one of those big old family Bibles. Had the family tree in the middle. Some fancy pages to record births and deaths. Some of the Bible stories were illustrated like this. 
People couldn't read much back in the day, so books had a lot of these pictures. Don't imagine it means anything. Just some tall tale. I don't know, said Vini. Alta Iona was a new mama. Probably loved that baby something fierce. Probably hated that old Jedediah just as much. I studied the illustration. Must be a story behind this. Maybe Queet over at the library would recognize the picture as some sort of ancient art or as a picture from a Bible story. I asked Harry if he had any work for us. Yeah, he had almost drained his bottle of bourbon. Mind if we kick off early? As long as you don't expect to be paid for the day. I'm not paying for lollygagging. With the Impala stolen, Vini and I were back to go-karting. Come on, I said to Vini. Let's go see Queet at the library. Get you some more old lady smut to read. Queet was delighted to see us. She was crawling around in the fiction department, reshelving. She got up and swept the wavy hair out of her eyes. Heard your old Impala got stolen. Figure they'll find it eventually. Not like Candy and Darnell will outrun the law in that car. It runs fine and dandy until you hit 60. Then it trembles like Moses meeting his maker. So the whole ghost thing out at the Wyatt Mansion, that was all fake? Pretty much. It was Darnell and his ex-wife, that medium we hired, digging around for Jedediah's gold. Darnell was kin to Jedediah Wyatt? He's an Aulis, great-great-grandson to Alta Iona. Found it out using one of them family trace DNA databases. Amazing what they can tell from a bit of spit, huh? No gold out there then? Not that anyone ever found. The feds got those two coins Dode had stashed in his money jars. Confederate money, worth half a million. Can you beat that? I bet Dode is sorting through his spare change more carefully now. He remember where he got those coins? Nah, he always threw his change into those jars. Those coins could have been in those jars for 50 years. In any case, Vini and I got Zippo, except for this page out of a book. It's signed by Alta Iona. She left it at the orphanage with Myrtle May. Queet took the page and slipped on her reading glasses, which hung on a chain around her neck. Hmm, this looks mighty familiar. Wait here just a minute. I had nowhere else to go, so I plopped down in a reading chair. Vini was already engrossed in a large print Father Mackey romance novel. I thumbed through some magazines, then scanned the county paper for Hoosier feedback coupons. A couple of minutes later, Queet motioned for us to come into the conference room behind the checkout counter. She was set up thumbing through a tattered cardboard box of stuff. It was the same box we'd sifted through before with Queet, the Aulis family box. I recognized the photos of Jedediah and Alta spread out on the table. There was also a stack of yellowed papers. Queet lifted a book out of the box and slid it over to me. Alta's Bible, she said. 
The Bible was huge, thick as a cement block. Its black leather cover was cracked. The front was embossed with Alta's name in gold. Queet tapped the book. I think your apple print came out of this Bible. There's a page missing near the middle, ripped out. Let me see your page again. I handed Queet the page. She held it up against a ripped edge inside the Bible. Fits like a glove. See? She was right. But what's it mean? Queet shrugged. There are plates all through the Bible. That one seems to be about the Garden of Eden. The old devil apple story, huh? Appears to be. Why would Alta write that inscription on it? Got me. I don't recognize that inscription as any known poem. So it was a personal message? Meant for whoever took Myrtle May in and raised her? Might be. Queet lifted the Bible and placed it back in the box. Guess we'll never know. My cell phone was vibrating. It was a call from Dode. Got something for you, missy, he said. You anywhere out this way? Give me twenty minutes, I could be. Well, gosh darn, come on over. I got some chicken and dumplings warming on the stove. My sister dropped off a fresh pot for me. Be glad to share. He didn't have to repeat that offer.